Richard Jones. Richard is a public speaking coach based in London, UK. He helps purpose-driven business owners, organizations, and activists master their public speaking skills so they can share their ideas and vision with impact. Richard is also a jazz musician, a stand-up comedian, and improviser. He identifies as an introvert and has transformed many times throughout his life. His passion and vision is of a world where we all listen better and communicate with each other with empathy, connection, and compassion. I'm pleased to welcome Richard to the show, so let's get to it. Richard, welcome to the show. Oh, thanks very much, John. I'm really glad to be here. Yeah, it's terrific. So over here in uh, New York, uh, the weather is bright and sunny and cold. How are things over in the UK? Um, a little bit overcast, I have to say. It's a pretty cold day today. I was going to go for a run later. I'm sure that will happen, but uh, might just have to layer up a bit more than normal. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And how, how, how is your year starting off so far? Well, it's been pretty full on, I have to say. I had a good break over the, you know, the, the festive period. Uh, had a good chance to relax, and now I've just got lots of projects, speaking-related projects, um, other volunteer-type opportunities coming up, and so I've just been throwing myself in there. So it's it's great to um, have the time to reflect on it as well, uh-huh. um, which your uh, yes, which this is really helping me to do as well. Uh-huh. Terrific. So, what what's something that you're working on now, or or maybe even something that you're working toward uh, that really excites you? Yeah, well, one of the things I've got going on very soon, I'm putting an application into uh, run a TEDx event locally in this little corner of southeast London, um, which is really exciting. I've had a lot of interest from potential speakers, uh, and they shared some really wonderful ideas. And it's really, uh, I guess it has reaffirmed in me that we've all got a story to tell, you know, we've all got a message that would have an impact if it was told so um it's re- really reaffirming the work that i do around people sharing their stories and their ideas so um yeah it's, it's got the uh year off to a really exciting start oh terrific it, now is this is this a new uh, venture for you uh it would be my first tedx event um as i say i've been i've been training people to give these kind of talks for a while now but i've not actually run my own event so um I, I what I've realised is and maybe we'll talk about this a bit later as well. Is is I've sensed that one of my big purposes in the world is to create community um, and to get people talking to each other. And so this is an and listening to each other more importantly. Um, and this is a fabulous opportunity to do that. So um, yeah, I'm really excited about it. Wow. Fantastic. That sounds really exciting. Mm. So maybe I'll get a chance to uh, hop over there. Uh, for Who the knows? Absolutely. Well, we're looking at um, sometime in the autumn this year. So, yeah, we'll have to see. All right. Well, fantastic. Well, listen, thank you for joining us today. Uh, we want to chat a little bit about transformation. And, you know, I think a lot of times... I don't know about you, but I think a lot of times we think about transformation as something that happens to us. Right? So, you know, we land that new job or we move somewhere exciting or perhaps there's a death or something tragic happens. And, and somehow that 
experience transforms us, shifts us, or, or changes us into something else. And so I'm just kind of curious from your own perspective as a, as a creative person, uh, as someone, you know, clearly TEDx uh, forms, things of that nature. How, how have you experienced transformation in, in your own life? Yeah. So I've been thinking about this and what I've, what I've noticed as I've been kind of analyzing it is that I guess there are, there's both a conscious transformation and unconscious transformation. So I think that perhaps some of the experiences, examples that you were talking to there, John, are around, maybe unconscious isn't the right word, but perhaps not, not, um, transformation that we're doing on purpose you know like something happens to us we react to it in some way and it's natural that our because we all the all the time we're responding to and reacting to and being influenced by events in our lives that that transformation happens um but i think we can also uh make transformation happen ourselves right have a, a an idea to be more something or less something or, or just different in a different way. Um, and so I think, I, th I think that is possible. And I think I've managed to achieve that many times in my life. Um, so uh, yeah, I, I, I believe that, you know, we, we have both of those sides and maybe they sit together as well. You know, maybe we have an event that impacts us, uh, that creates transformation, and then we realize there's another transformation that we want to make coming out of that. Yeah, so I think it, what you're suggesting here, I think, is a couple of different things. So one is perhaps that there's this purposeful way mm -hmm. that people can transform, which is a little bit different from kind of the reactive transformation. And I'm just kind of putting some artificial labels on things here yeah. for, for just a moment. Uh, but what are your thoughts about that? Is that where you're headed with it? Yes, and I like the, I like the terms you've used there, reactive and purposeful. Um, I think also a, another great word you might use for purposeful is, is, is creating from, you know. So you have a situation or maybe you want to make a change and, and you – create from that it's productive it's um as you say purposeful whereas reacting feels more passive it's like something happens and i have to do something or i have to be a certain way um and if and if it's not done in a purposive way then then it's reactive yeah so when you think about that for yourself i'm, I'm just kind of curious that whole notion of conscious transformation or, or purposely transforming yourself. And you mentioned this idea of creating from. Mm -hmm. it, could you expand on that just a little bit? Yeah. So uh, maybe I could speak to some of the um, experiences I've had in my life around transformation. Maybe that maybe that might help. So, yeah. If, yeah. If, you, if you'd be willing to share a few personal experiences, that would be terrific. Yeah. So, for example, one of the things I realized um, – fairly early on in my career or maybe a few years in was that I had this deep passion to develop and um, encourage and train others. But I realized that one of the things I would need to do uh, as part of that role would be to do a lot of public speaking. And at that point, um, I'd thought of myself very much as an introvert and I still do. But what that was doing was holding me back from having the courage and the confidence to speak. Like I would be really petrified of talking even if, in front of a small group. 
so I realized maybe I didn't think of it about it in this way it was like I want to do this thing and so I need to have the skills to do it but I guess in the language we're using here I was making a a purposeful transformation because I was coming out of that feeling of I can't speak to groups to well yes I can and this is the practice I need to do to to achieve that um so but one of the things I found was one of the ways in which I that I made that easier for myself was to was to be very uh prepared let's say and scripted so you know one of my biggest fears was oh well I'll forget what I need to say or I'll dry up or you know or or I get nervous and etc. So one of the ways that I overcame that was by writing out a script and being very formalized and thinking things through and practicing a lot. And it helped. But but then of course what happened was that I relied on that way of being too much. And so more recently, in the last few years, I've been noticing that when the unexpected happens, I sometimes find it hard to um, react in the way I'd like to react. You know, sometimes I kind of get that rabbit in the headlights or through the headlights kind of reaction, like, ah, what do I do? And I freeze. So um, a more recent transformation has been me getting out of that mindset of needing to be in control to being comfortable in the unknown, you know. And so this is kind of what the improv journey that I've been on over the last 12 months. Yeah. So, I, I, listen, I, as an introvert, uh, I also, kind of as a classic introvert from an energy perspective, I share that with you. I, I don't have the shyness, which I'm kind of picking up on here a little bit. So it sounds like for, as an introvert, you also have some shyness attached to that as well. Yeah, I think... I'm, I've always wondered about that. I've always thought of myself as a shy person but i think more recently i've come to accept that actually i there's certain types of company where i feel more comfortable in opening up than others and so in a way it's like i mean shy in certain situations and not <laughs> shy in others so um it's hard to kind of put a blanket thing on it yeah i i, I absolutely agree mm. and you know i i think you mentioned the the improv journey that you've been on, and as as part of that, I wonder how has how have you thought about that as shaping this idea of conscious or purposeful transformation for yourself? Yeah. So what I noticed was that uh, when I so I started doing you know, a regular weekly class around about this time last year. So we're, it's time of recording. We're well, 16th of January. So, um, yeah, around about the middle of January last year. And um, I noticed at first that I still had that kind of controlling mindset. So I'd go into a little game or a scene and I'd say something and the person I was with would say something else in response and it wouldn't be what I expected. And so it would still... But what I did expect was still in my head. And so I had to let go of it. You know, otherwise I wasn't really improvising. I was just letting the other person speak and then carrying on with my own agenda. Right. <laughs> so so it took a few weeks for me to kind of get over that initial thing and to actually really properly listen to what the other person is saying. 
and then responding in a way that is creates from that rather than my own you know the idea that I was attached to in the first place so I mean and that really was a bit of a game changer for me um, because up until that point um, depending on the situation I wasn't always the best listener in the world <laughs> and so you know having recognizing that in myself and it's like okay this is a I'm not gonna say a weakness but this is a development point I needed to to work on um and re and noticing that uh that having an impact on my relationships for example you know getting feedback that I'm not listening to the other person um you know I'm I've got my own agenda and I'm you know and that kind of feedback it's hard to hear, right? But but also it's a bit of a wake up call because it's like, well, if this is having a negative impact on our on relationships, then I need to be better at need to be better at listening and and reacting to you know to make the other person feel loved and feel like they're being heard. Yeah. So yeah. So it sounds like a, a lot like the listening aspect of things has played a a key role. In this, in the improv uh, aspect of this transformational journey that you've been on, yes, yes, definitely. And I think the great thing about improv is that it's, particularly if it's just in a class rather than on stage, it's it's like a little, you know, um, experiment lab. You know, uh, you can practice in there, you can experiment, and there's no consequence, you know, of your interaction with the other person you can walk out of the door and and that's you know that it's it's then you're back in real life so i i see it as a really great testing ground for how you are with others you know and developing that muscle yeah you know so today as you kind of look back on the journey that you have been on with this and sounds like you're continuing this journey did you recognize while you have been on this, that it was a transformative experience, or is it something that you have seen in retrospect? Mm. It's a great question. I think, I think mostly it's something that you see in retrospect, because I think my take on it is that transformation isn't like, you know, a frog being kissed by. Um, what let me get this right a, pr a princess <laughs> a prince, yeah yeah and becoming this handsome prince right it doesn't happen overnight it's something that happens over time um and so it's you can't really necessarily see it happening in real time but i do notice for example where when i'm put in situations where you know previously in the past i would have been either anxious about it or worried about it or whatever now I don't feel that physically. So that then I have that recognition. Oh, okay. I have this, is, this is a, as a result of a transformation because I'm reacting in a different way, which is, which is great. But I think you only see that as you say, re uh, retrospectively, or when you're in a situation where previously you would have reacted in a different way. And now you're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. You know, the other thing that's coming out of this, at least for me, is it feels a lot like your journey has been one of a lot of purposeful but consistent small steps 
rather than kind of these big, huge, sweeping sorts of transformations that we typically think about. Yeah. So is that correct? Yeah. And I think, you know, I've, I've learned that that's really the only way to go. It's like sometimes I've had this idea, you know, I want to be different in a certain way. Like I want to be more confident or I want to, um, you know, I want to be, you know, all these things I've had in my life, <laughs> or I want to be better with conflict, for example. And then, you know, there'll be a situation comes up where let's say, you know, there's a potential argument, you know, going to happen or, or confrontation. And I'm like, right, this time I'm going to be different. And of course, inevitably I'm not right. Because all I've done is, is set an intention and I haven't changed in any way. And so I've got into that and then I've been, you know, either disheartened or disappointed because I didn't react in the way I wanted to react. But I think that's unrealistic. You know, I think you need to probably the better perspective to take on that episode would be, well, you know, at least I tried. And was there anything slightly different to how I would have dealt with it in the past? Is there a learning point I can take away? Um, And if there is, then that will help you to transform just that little bit ready for the next time and so on. So I think that's probably a more realistic way to approach transformation. Yeah. You you know, I, I really I really love that because part of what you're suggesting, I think, is that in intention to transform alone is probably not enough. It, it, it sounds like you're saying that it's in it's the intention and the action. And then the reflection kind of issue, mm. like sort of that retrospective piece. So I'm not sure if I'm hearing that correctly, but it sounds like that's what you're saying. Yeah. And that may be just specific to me. Obviously, I only have my own specific, sure. my own specific experience to draw on here. But certainly for me, yes, the reflection is a big part of the way that I process the world um, of having an experience. And sometimes when I'm in an experience, it's hard for me to analyze what's going on at the time because I'm just in it. And then it's only the next day or the next week or the next month where I have the realization, oh, actually, um, you know, that worked because of X or that didn't work because of Y. And then I can file that away in my, you know, my uh, my memory banks ready for the next time. And inevitably, I won't remember <laughs> 100% of the time. Um, but that's okay too, you know, like uh, it takes time for you to build that muscle as well. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you for that, Richard. Now, mm. I, I, I want to just segue for one moment here. We, we've talked a little bit about kind of purposeful, uh, intentional transformation. And if you're willing to, would you, would you be willing to share anything specific that's happened with you sort of from a, the external perspective? We started there, right? So people think mm-hmm. a lot of times about the monarch butterfly, you know, you change from a caterpillar to this beautiful butterfly. There's this transformation that takes place. So have there been things in your life kind of external to you that have shifted your perspective or your points of view about certain things? Uh, we're talking about events that perhaps have happened in my life where I've had to change or. Yes. Or, or, or the, or the, the events that have changed you. Right. Hmm. Hmm. Um, yeah, sure. I mean, one of them was an event, well, an event, uh, uh, a program that we both shared. I hope there's, there's not a problem to share where, how we met. Of course online, not. If you're okay with that. So we yeah. both 
we we both attended um, an eleven month long leadership program um, a few years ago, prior to the pandemic. Just prior to the pandemic. Just prior, yeah. Yes, luckily, and um, yeah, I mean that was one example where a lot of things happened to me um, in uh, relationship with other people within the group that we were in, um, and it really shaped the way that I. Yeah, I guess the way that I react with lots of people, but um, I think it's one of those situations where you're 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 put in a certain scenario, or you find yourself in a certain scenario, and you kind of have to deal with the situation as best you can, right? Like you have the resources you have available to you at that time, um, and I was only reflecting on this this morning actually about how. Uh, you know, sometimes, not so much now, but at the time, I was very much, I was very self-critical. And um, if things didn't happen the way I wanted them to, then I would get very much into my own head and, so you know, self-criticism and sometimes insomnia, you know, because it would be going around in my head um, when I went to bed. Um, but I guess what I'm saying is that we... We only have the resources we have at that time, but the way that we then react creates new resources because we learn and we grow and we grow more resilient. Um, and then that allows us to deal with, I don't know, say similar, but uh, challenges that create the same, you know, emotional or, or physical um, circumstances. We, we can deal with them much better. I think in the future because we've had that experience. So certainly, I mean, there were, there were too many things to <laughs> from those 11 months, but I'm sure, you know, we, we, we can both um, think of and, and share, you know, things that happened that, that, that shaped us over those, those months. Absolutely. So th thank you for being vulnerable yes. and sharing a little bit of that, Richard. So uh, well done there. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so as we sort of wrap up here for just a moment, you know, I'm just curious if if someone wanted to emulate sort of your journey in purposeful transformation, what would be maybe a suggestion you might have uh, as a way for them to get started with this? Yeah. So I think for me, what I've noticed, particularly uh, in the last 12 months, is having getting a lot clearer on uh my purpose in life is really good starting point and in the past i've been very shied away from that because it's it sounded so grandiose even though it's something <laughs> a concept that i've you know <laughs> used with my clients it's like what's your purpose in life it sounds huge and but actually and, and another reason why i shied away is because it i always felt that i had to explain it in like six words or less you know mm. so there was all this pressure on me but actually just kind of having a felt sense of what it's like and then just some examples of what it would be like if you're living that purpose I think is really important so for me for example you know running my own successful business having better relationships with my friends um having the confidence to you know run events those are the kind of things that I wanted to do. And I realized that there was some growth there, some transformation I needed to, to achieve that. And so I guess having that purpose in mind to start with is great. 
and then having it to fall back on throughout your journey is 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 ideal because inevitably they're going to be setbacks they're going to be difficulties things are going to feel hard and so it's easy to give up right or just fall back on um you know the past way of doing things but if you've always got that thing no this is the thing i'm working towards this is my purpose um on the program that we were both on it was referred to as a stake um it it makes it so much easier to to actually keep going because you know that that's why you're doing it and it keeps you going and, and keeps you purposeful yeah i love this. that is so beautiful thank you for that richard so just being crystal clear on my purpose is a way to get started down this journey yeah absolutely and i and i think if you can feel what it feels like in your body like so for me it's like um like a stirring in the stomach it's like a like a purposeful i'm going to go out there and do this thing like recognizing that and then recognizing when you're feeling it you know when you're working towards that thing it helps you to remember because i think it's so much easier to remember how you feel rather than you know facts and figures and six words phrases <laughs> right so, exactly yeah yeah six yeah. pathways to this eight steps to that <laughs> exactly right. yeah so, so 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 we're we're in the sim- we're in the 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 simple but not necessarily easy mode of being clear on my purpose is is a great place to get started yeah yeah absolutely and and also similarly as <laughs> with transformation don't beat yourself up if it takes you a long time to find it. It certainly took me a long time to, to get a really good sense of it. Um, so, yeah, enjoy the journey. Absolutely. I Listen, I, I, I love that. That feels like a, a great place uh, for us to wrap up. And I do think, mm-hmm. uh, if you're willing, at some point, perhaps, if we do a season two of this podcast, The Power of Purpose Sounds like a great conversation. Oh yes! Would you be willing to kind <laughs> yeah. of maybe maybe join in on that adventure with me? Yeah, abso- absolutely. Yeah, I'm I'm a purpose convert, so absolutely. Oh, all right, <laughs> fantastic. Uh, me as well. So that that would be a great conversation, uh, Richard. Uh, well, I, I just want to express my gratitude and thanks. So thank you very much. I know how busy you are, and if people want to connect with you, uh, how could they do that? Uh, yeah, so uh, if they want to, you can visit my website to get it more of a feel for for my work, uh, and then you can contact me via the website. That's probably the easiest thing. Um, so it's www.fearlessspeakers, so F-E-A-R-L-E-S-S, and then speakers, okay. um, .co.uk, and um, have a look around there, and um yeah, you can. I've got my phone number on there, my email. So, if people want to get in touch, they can do it that way. Well, terrific. So when, uh, so when we put when we publish this, we'll make sure that that website is on there so that people get, can grab that and, and get in touch with you if they need to. Great, absolutely, fantastic. Uh, anything else, Richard? Before we wrap up for today. Well, no, I just want to extend my thanks to you as well, John, because. Um, I mean, I, I love <laughs> I love reflecting on my journey, um, and it, it always feels like such a privilege for, for when people, you know, ask for my input um, and to hear my story. So, thank you for the opportunity for well, doing that as well. Well, thank you, Richard. It's been my honor to have you here, and uh, we will connect in the near future. I look forward to it. Thanks, Richard. 
Thank you for joining me today. I really appreciate Richard joining us for this conversation. A couple of things he mentioned that I think would be helpful moving forward here. So one is this tip or this idea about being crystal clear about your intention or your purpose. And I know that that feels really, really big, but as a place to get started for your own purposeful transformation journey, being clear about your intention for transformation can be really important. And it certainly was impactful for Richard in his life in helping to transition him from being uh, a shy introvert to being a really accomplished public speaker. And just as an aside, I have been a witness to that journey, and I can just tell you it is remarkable. And it is clearly an example of how people can transform themselves. The other uh, couple of things that we mentioned during our conversation today was improvisational techniques or theater, if you will. And one of the tips that Richard had uh, for me was, you know, enrolling in an improvisational course or an improv comedy course. And I'll have to tell you that several years back, uh, I did exactly that. And it was one of the most transformative uh, professional development experiences I've ever engaged in. So seeking out a local comedy school to see if they have improv classes or courses could be a useful way to move forward. In that vein, there is a great little book called Yes And, and I'll provide a clip for that in in some of the notes for this show. And the other thing that I just want to mention here is this idea of just being reflective and thinking about, uh, as you look backwards a little bit, how did my intention, how did my purpose, how did it help in that transformational experience? So a couple of different things we talked about, external transformation, things happen to us and we're transformed, and people have the power to transform themselves. Thank you, Richard, for a wonderful conversation. I'll look forward to chatting with all of you in one of our upcoming conversations about transformation, followed by love and connection. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us.